The Burt Show. I'll tell you who are 100% right when it comes to parenting. Those that don't have kids. <laughs> Man, I've said this before that the blueprint for parenting or how you think you are going to be as a parent is so different than the actual game. I mean, you've got it in your head. Mm-hmm. How hard can it be? And then you get into it and you sell yourself out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, my you God. You start making all kinds of compromises and that blueprint completely goes out the window. I can't believe those parents that allow their kids to be on leashes. I'll put my damn kid on a leash now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in this email right here, she's wondering, like, our perceptions about parenthood, do they change after you actually have kids? Oh, hell yeah. Kristen's got the email. Cassie and Kristen. I wanted to ask this specifically to Kristen and Cassie in particular, since parenthood is a relatively new journey for both of you. Bert often says that the blueprint you have in your head for parenthood rarely ever matches reality. There you go. (laughs) Did you not proofread this email? I did not. Oh, fascinating. I would love to know how, oh, you don't proofread any of them. Anyway, I would love (laughs) to know how true that might be for both of you so far by asking two questions. First question, in what ways did you use to prejudge parents prior to having children that you would no longer prejudge them now? Let me give you an example. Years ago, I can specifically recall Cassie judging parents who decided to let their children play with tablets while they were all out to dinner. I wonder if she would be far less judgmental parents who decide to use that tactic to keep their children calm while out in public now. Second question. What are the things that have been the most challenging for you as a parent that you were not remotely expecting? All of it. (laughs) (laughs) Most people are aware of the lack of sleep or of how expensive children are, but I wonder what other things have been challenging that have made parenthood far more daunting than you expected. Lastly, just wanted to say that I respect Abby's decision not to have children. I don't think parenthood is anything someone should enter into if they are on the fence. So I hope that having open conversations about how daunting parenthood can be will help to prevent people from casually entering into the situation. My children are 19 and 20 now, and this has been the most difficult 20 years of my life. I sometimes don't think we parents are open enough about how gargantuan the job of parenthood is. It should seem obvious, but for some reason, people are often duped, duped by the cute baby pics on social media and get the impression that parenthood is fun and exciting all the time. That's just totally false. (laughs) You think? So I think it's long overdue for us to start talking about the reality of the parental institution and its challenges. (laughs) Parenthood should never be entered into lightly. So I hope you ladies will help us start this important conversation. I especially want to hear from Cassie because she seems to be the most open about the challenges without sugarcoating it. And I appreciate that. We need more voices like hers. Let me just say this before you guys jump in. Um, Is that I do think that there's a lot more open dialogue these days than there was with our parents, like who always just gave the impression that, oh, no, motherhood is awesome. Oh, I feel so great. This is the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, you'll love being a new parent. I thought that was kind of our parents and our parents' parents. But nowadays, I think there's more open dialogue. I think, yeah, I think uh, millennials and some Gen Xers are too, like they got into parenting and they were like, you guys lied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you lied, and we're not going to let this happen anymore. <laughs> and it is a parenting and being a parent is a beautiful thing. And I've said this before. I have never known this depth of love. Um, and fear. Yeah, and fear. <laughs> <laughs> but it has made me a better person, mm-hmm. and it has also made me an exhausted person. And so I tell my friends who are, like, on the fence about it, don't do it unless you really want a kid and you've always wanted a kid. Mm-hmm. Or 
for the majority for a while you've wanted a kid. Don't do it for your partner. Don't do it because you're afraid of missing out or you'll need someone to take care of you in your old age. Those are not reasons because the way your life changes is it's just and you can can't really describe it honestly ironically i shared this to my instagram yesterday i follow at moms behaving badly which if you're a mom you 100% should follow it goes me i'm tired women everywhere just enjoy the time with your kids it doesn't last me I'm said I'm tired. Not that I hate my kids, Janet. I'm allowed to effing feel things. <laughs> and I think that's what it boils down to. Like, it is hands down. And like, this is something I yearn for and I wanted and Bart and I fought for with years of infertility and two rounds of IVF. So no, I mean, we did not enter this lightly. Like we were, this, this was a mission. And I have always felt so torn about being completely honest because for fear of what people were going to think and say and paint me as ungrateful. Like, this is what you wanted. This is what you fought for. It's what you paid for on top of all of that. And now you have the audacity to come on here. And also for my TTC club, for everybody who's trying to conceive, like, how dare I come on here getting my dream came true, right? Like, I got the most precious baby boy ever. So how dare I come on the air and complain one ounce when there are other people out there who would trade me in a second, would trade uh, trade to be in my spot in a second. So I've always felt like I've had to walk this like delicate tightrope of being honest about motherhood while also being like eternally grateful, which I am. But this S is hard. <laughs> and on, you know, and I have one healthy child who has, we don't, we don't have to deal with special needs and none of that stuff. Um, and he's, he is, he's great. He's great. And it's still really effing hard. And the thing for me was the toll it took on my relationship with my husband. Like, yeah, the parenting stuff is hard, but Bar and I, that first year, it was, I mean, that, that, that's probably the roughest year we've had in our 17 year relationship. It seems like such common sense too, right? Is that <clears throat> you're adding a new, a, another human being into your relationship. So common sense tells you things are going to be different. You just don't realize how much it's going to be different. I mean, your family dynamic is going to change, which is, you know that. I don't you know, just don't know how extreme it is until they're in the house. I don't know if you realize this, but you're responsible for them 24-7. Right. All day. Like all day. Yikes. Like Ooh. all day. <laughs> and, the day. Expect, and the next day. And on weekends. Ooh. I know. I don't even want to be responsible for myself 24-7. I know. And the other thing you don't realize, too, is people make jokes about the sleep deprivation, but until you're in it on one to two hours of sleep on the seventh night in a row, like, it is draining in a way, and that begins to affect your mental health in such a way. Then you add in postpartum depression or anxiety if you have that. So I wasn't expecting any of that. I wasn't expecting how sick I was going to be all the time because of the germs that they pick up constantly. I wasn't expecting the cost of daycare. I feel like that's on me. I should have researched that. I just I didn't realize it was going to be another mortgage on top of everything. And that's for one child. Um, I didn't realize that you really do need a village. And if you don't have your village here, mm. you're going to have to hire them. And that costs mm-hmm. money. I didn't realize I was going to have the inability to do the most basic of household chores while caring for my kids because you can't leave them alone. So while you're trying to do the dishes, they're trying to face face plant into the edge of the dishwasher, into the sharp corner and keeping them alive. Like it's not just 
feed, clothe, bathe. That's the easy part. It's please don't jump off that couch head first into the wall. Please stop punching the glass. Please stop running towards the stairs. Please stop trying to climb the stairs. It's every time you put them mm-hmm. out, you turn around and they're trying to like turn on the oven or turn. It's just the amount of chaos and mental energy you spend just being like, Please don't do the most stupid S you could possibly do in this moment. Mm. Look at all these beautiful toys. And so I start to understand parents who use screen time more because it keeps them still so you can just get something done. So let me add to that just to the screen time here thing real quick because the sentence was, I wonder if she would be far less judgmental of parents who decide to use the tactic to keep their kids calm while they're out in public. That was never the reason why Stacy and I were on, uh, let them be on their tablets. We needed time to talk. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't that my kids were all over the restaurants. They weren't like that. But without that one hour of tablet time for them, mm-hmm. it's the only time that we could converse some days. And for, for me, and it's interesting, and I imagine when I get to, they get to this age, when I think of them on tablets, I think of like teenagers and I'm like, you can join the family conversation because that was a big part of me growing up. For, for I have a 20-month-old and I have stuck Bluey on my phone in front of him just to shut him up at a restaurant so we can eat and so the patrons can eat because I don't want to disturb other people. So yeah, I am. And I think getting into it, it's things, it's when you're on the outside. I, I do believe that non-parents are allowed to have opinions about children and raising kids. I, I do. You're part of society too. But when you're in it, you're like, oh, mm. there's so many other factors that you just don't register or recognize or realize are a thing. And when you're in it, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I, I get it now. Yeah, you guys can have that opinion if you don't have kids, but I'm not going to listen to it. Nope. <laughs> Quite honestly, the same way I'm not going to listen to a priest tell me about my sex life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I get it. All I right. completely yeah, get it. Yep. The Burt Show.